0: So I'm sitting in the bar area of this local chain restaurant, uh, maybe like 17 or 18 years old, probably not supposed to be in that area of the restaurant, but it's like the middle of the day. Nobody really cares. Nobody's really paying attention. It's a lunch hour on like a Tuesday or something like that. Uh, and so nobody's really paying attention until the bar TVs start changing from like the golf channel to Judge Judy and Full House reruns
1: it's big problem
0: and like whatever else happens to be on TV at 1130 in the morning on a Tuesday. Uh, and so what is actually happening was I'm sitting there with this watch on my wrist that happens to also be a TV remote watch. And Wait, what year is this? This is like 2002 or 2003. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so TV remote watches had been around for a while, but this, but by then they actually looked like normal watches. But obviously, I was very nerdy, and I had memorized the codes for the various brands of TVs to reprogram the watch every time I wanted to change a channel on something. So here I am. Uh, we're sitting there. We'd ordered mozzarella sticks or something like that, and all the TVs start like changing. And needless to say, the uh, staff at this particular Applebee's were not too impressed. Uh, and and we got swiftly uh, kicked out and, and asked not to come back. How did not they do spot that you? I mean, eventually they figured out we're, we're like the only ones in the area. And we're like giggling and laughing. And eventually, like, you know, they figure out that we're doing something. And they didn't I don't think they really knew exactly what. But their TVs were all changing and like they figured out that we just needed to go.
1: (laughs) It was either your magic watch or your some sort of hell spawn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe
0: both.
1: Hi, I'm Christopher Thomas Plant, and today I'm joined by Dan Seifert for What's Tech? If this is your first time listening, What's Tech is a show where we answer that question, what is tech? Because it seems like tech is kind of everything these days. In this case, we want to know, what are smartwatches? And that's why I have Dan here, because as you might have guessed from that intro, he's something of an expert. So Dan, what is a smartwatch?
0: Uh, so a smartwatch, as we know it today, is actually pretty much a classic misnomer. Um, but most people think of smartwatches as a companion device that you wear on your wrist and it talks to your smartphone And you can see notifications on your wrist. So if someone sends you a text message or an email or whatever it is, you can read that on your wrist and either clear it or respond to it or something like that. But what makes it a misnomer is that if you disconnect your phone, most of these so-called smartwatches just become a regular old timepiece and they're not very smart at all. So
1: here, here's what I'm confused. You you mentioned that it was 2002 when you wrecked shop in Applebee's as <laughs> <laughs> a little disgruntled 17 year old, which I can relate to. Uh, but I think back to like 1995. And my father, who always loved technology that was, like, cheap but somehow looked like it could be from the future. And he had a watch that you would hold up to your PC monitor, and, like, the PC monitor would look like it was just freaking out. And that would somehow communicate data to a watch, which, when I think about it, seems incredible and also more interesting than anything I've seen smartwatches do recently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that people have had a fascination with putting more capabilities into a wristwatch for a long time. And it dates back to sci-fi and Dick Tracy and stuff like that, where people have long been fascinated by doing that. And so, like you like you said, your dad had a gizmo that, you know, talked to his computer screen somehow and transferred data that way. Even in, like, 2002 or 2003, there were some watches from Microsoft that received radio signals, and, like, they could get, like, sports information and weather information and stock information on your wrist. Uh, and those were kind of like precursors to today's smartwatch boom or whatever. Um, but today's smartwatches are, so far, with rare exceptions, things like there's a Will I Am has a really terrible one that doesn't need your smartphone to talk to it, but you know. We're gonna leave that for another day, uh, but like for the ones that you know, everyone talks about, like either Apple's watch or Google watches and things like that. They're, they're companions, they're accessories to your smartphone. And since everybody is carrying your smartphone with you everywhere you go, uh, they're designed to make it easier to view notifications. Is really what the basic core use of these are, and some have more features on top of that. But the the core use for most things is just. You get an email on your phone, it shows up on your wrist. I guess that might partly answer this question, and but why didn't
1: smartwatches catch on in the 1990s or even the early 2000s when, like you said, as a piece of pop culture, they have been something we've been pining for for so long?
0: I think there's a couple really technical reasons why that didn't happen. And one, the big technical reason is back then we didn't have nationwide networks to transfer data wirelessly. Uh, and so... Microsoft's solution back in the early 2000s was to use FM signals, but those could only transmit very small amounts of data. They were slow. It only updated a couple times a day, I think. Um, So it wasn't exactly a real-time data type of thing. But now today, because we have these strong, fast data networks, our smartphones are constantly connected to them pretty much wherever you go. It's... Unless you go to a really rural area, it's really hard to find an area that most people are today that doesn't have a cell phone signal. Um, and that has enabled us to be able to transfer much more data to these devices and then pass them off to a wrist or wherever else you might have an accessory. Sure.
1: You mentioned that uh, smartwatches are basically vessels for our updates. Um, and, and we talked about this a little before the show, that I am trying to distance my life from updates. Mm-hmm. I, I removed Twitter from my iPhone, and I have, like— Try when I get a buzz in my pocket to not make my instinct fee to pull it out uh, why would I want more updates essentially because I feel like if it 's on my wrist I'm gonna be, i 'm going to i won 't have any other option but to look at it
0: so it 's not really more updates because it 's the same updates so it's it 's the same number of updates. the idea being that. So so people who are selling these smartwatches, a lot of them pitch them on this idea that it's very it, – in our culture, it's become rude to look at your smartphone when you're interacting with somebody. If you're at dinner or you're in line or, or you're having a conversation, if you pull out your phone and look out, the, look at that, uh, you're kind of interrupting the conversation. You're ignoring them. People very uh, – it's very obvious to them that, you know, you're disengaged. Uh, so the idea with the smartwatch is that if you get a notification, you can see it on your wrist quickly and it's kind of discreet. Um, and it looks like you're just checking the time. And if it's important, you can excuse yourself and go take care of it. Or if it's unimportant, a group on email, you can just ignore it and move on with your life. Now,
1: now shoot me straight. And this is a two part question. One. Is there anything more insulting than looking at the time while you're talking to someone? <laughs> that's
0: it, that's the funny part because there isn't and it's so obvious. Like if you if you're having a conversation with somebody and you turn your wrist up and you're like we're like, "Oh, I have somewhere else to be." Well, and,
1: and that's the second part. Do do companies think so low of humanity that like we're all going to be wearing smartwatches where we're all just going to think, "Hey, everybody else is just checking the time. They're not looking at any text messages." We've all we've all subscribed to this stupid lie.
0: I mean, I guess the only thing that's more rude than looking at your wrist while in a conversation is looking at your phone. Because you uh, sure, you have to pull it out of your pocket. You struggle, like you're yeah. wearing your timepiece, and then G's. you can you can actually like respond back with your yeah. phone, which you can do with some watches with your voice, and there's some like canned responses you can send back. But for the most part, you're not really replying back from your wrist.
1: So I I've begun wearing uh, a Fitbit. I'm, like, really depressed about this. I originally got one for uh, CES because I was going to write a story about how I got, like, unhealthy at CES. Uh-huh. Uh, but the problem is it was actually, like, a very healthy time for me because I didn't eat any of the food and I walked, like, crazy. So I, like, lost. We don't need to talk about my weight. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm wearing a Fitbit and, I, and I've, I'm starting to get the popularity of, like, the health band market, even if the data is totally bunk. Mm-hmm. It feels like there is some connection between the health bands and the rise of the smartwatch. Am I crazy there?
0: No, I don't think so. I think that um, in the future, we're going to get to a point where the Fitbit band that you're wearing now doesn't really exist, and we're going. We've already seen some examples of this, but we're going to see watches that have as much fitness tracking capabilities as your Fitbit band and whatever other fitness bands that are available today. Um, so that you can have a smartwatch that does all this fitness tracking. It also tells you the time. And if you wanted to show your notifications, you can do that too. Um, and some smartwatches already do step tracking and they do fitness tracking and stuff. None of them are as reliable or accurate as even the Fitbit stuff. Um, even, you know, with those are have their own... Things issues yeah. with their reliability and their data, but smartwatches are even even further out. Um, but you know, I, I think that we're the the fitness tracker is isn't long for this world, and it's going to be baked into another device.
1: It, it feels like health is being billed as the killer app, and this is like everywhere right now. We saw the health app on the iPhone. Video game companies uh, like Nintendo have been trying to lean into it for years, and and they've already obviously connected it to the Apple Watch. I guess I'm skeptical because I love when I uh, try to find friends on my Fitbit network, and it's like here are, uh, 50 people who also have Fitbits, and there's no profile data for them. Like they clearly, it's like, oh, here's a list of my friends who failed, like <laughs> to to get their shit together, and I will one day be yeah, I'm probably one of, one of them people. because I have a Fitbit oh, account that's worry. like totally dormant. We're friends. <laughs> I see how much you're walking, 3,000 steps in the last week. Anyway, um, but is is that really the killer app or is what is going to be the thing that gets people to spend hundreds of dollars for a thing that
0: gives you better notifications that's a good question and i don't know if we've really figured that out yet or if if the companies that are making these have figured that out yet um they are definitely a niche product now and the type of person that's probably buying a smartwatch right now is someone like me who owned a TV remote watch fifteen years ago and used to prank Applebee's. Uh, it's kind of, kind of a, a geek thing, kind of a nerdy thing. Uh, even though we, they're they're getting better in design. They're looking more like traditional watches. But the reality of the matter is that most people don't wear watches today. They use their phone for their time and everything like that. So you're, we're trying to get people to go from formerly wearing watches, they stopped wearing watches, or maybe they never started wearing watches, to to strapping these things to our their wrists when they never wanted to before.
1: Sure. Well, that's what's strange is, you're right, right now it feels like this kind of nerd geek culture thing. But when I think of watches, I think of status symbols. Mm -hmm. I think of something that you could get for $5 at a bodega, and it would do just fine because it's a digital watch. Or you could spend $50,000 on a timepiece to show your wealth, essentially. Are we going to see...
0: That same thing? It's it's largely expected that when Apple releases its watch later this year, actually, I think April 1st, they said they're going to release it, um, that the status symbol part of it is going to be a big Play in there. They're going to have different tiers of pricing. The basic one's going to cost three hundred and fifty bucks. Apple has not said how much the higher level models are, but they're going to have materials like gold and sapphire and all these high end watch materials, uh, where they could easily push their price into four, maybe even five figures. Uh, and at that point, it definitely becomes a status symbol. Um, is it a status symbol that is going to be like a Rolex where you buy it and then you pass it down to your kid in 30 years? Probably not. I mean, at its core, it's still technology, right? And technology becomes outdated very quickly. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how long that lasts. And if it's just a flash in the pan and all the uh, celebrities and the the people with money to burn, buy up really expensive Apple watches and then like don't care in six months. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but you know, Until Apple launches it, we haven't really seen too many that offer that level of, quote, status along with these smartwatch features.
1: So to wrap this up, here's why I'm disappointed. I'm just going to shoot you straight. I, too, at one point in my life was this watch nerd. I didn't have it, but I, like, saw my father's watch. I imagined that I would eventually have the Dick Tracy TV watch, essentially, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I have video communication on my watch, or I'm going to watch like Nicktoons on my watch. I'm going to have all these great things. Or I'm going to be Inspector Gadget, and I'm going to make a boxing mitt come out of my hat with a button on my watch. I don't see this being the point of the smartwatches, which confuses me because I have a feeling I'm not alone. Like, (laughs) it seems like what they're selling people and what I think people want in their fantasy world are two different things.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. And, like, so people have been chasing this dream for years. And, you know, the dream of the Dick Chasey start Watch, like you mentioned. And uh, we're just still not there yet. Where, where, where we are today, here's what smartwatches do really well. They tell you the time, which is, you know, kind of unnecessary. Congratulations, smartwatch. Uh, they give you notifications on your wrist. And a handful of them have extra apps that might be able to count your steps uh, and they might be able to do simple basic things, control the music on your that's playing on your phone. You can control it from your wrist and then um, you can do some voice control things with others. Um, but none of them work really super reliably with those bonus features. It's like you buy it because you want to get notifications on your wrist and you want to check time and maybe count your steps. And if the other stuff is added onto there, that's great. They don't really work that well yet. It's all kind of a beta uh, type of phase right now. And so we're seeing a lot of buzz around smartwatches because a lot of companies want them, along with just wearables in general, to be the next big moneymaker for them because everybody already owns a smartphone. Um, but the product itself is still not really there to where people fantasize about it or well, what they want it to be.
1: Great. It exists. It's not quite there. Meanwhile, we're about to live in the future thanks to VR and drones that attack the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, God, I hope they don't attack the Super Bowl. <laughs> I really regret saying that. Just, oh well, just New England. This year is after it, so <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Anyway, uh, thank you for uh, coming and talk to us, Dan. My pleasure. And thank you for listening. Uh, this is What's Tech. Until next time, we'll see you later.